Good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and today I have with me a special guest. I have Leo Lightborn. Leo is a, he's international, y'all. I'm always telling you about people across the world that you need to know about, and he's somebody that you need to be looking out for. So I want to introduce him to you guys and let him tell you more about himself. Hey, Leo. Hey, Anika, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Uh, Can you wanna, go ahead. tell listeners where you're call, where where you're coming to us from? The beautiful Caribbean island of Turks and Caicos. Awesome, jealous, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want uh, to thank you for being here. And um, can you tell listeners who you are? All right. So my name is Leo Lightborn. I write under the name L.T. Bourne. Um, I'm an up-and-coming author um, based in the Turks and Caicos Islands. Um, I'm 28 years old. Um, for the past five years, I've been heavily into youth work. Um, I've launched uh, a platform called Open Thought uh, five years ago that pretty much focuses on male conversation. And um, we've been pretty much building this platform for the past five years. Um, and along the journey, I developed a passion for psychology. And I, I think it's a natural development because I love people, you know? And if you love people, you wanna help people. And I feel like psychology gave me a chance to reach people on a much deeper level. So, I went to university, I studied psychology, I did my dissertation on happiness, I moved back home a year ago, and strange enough, even though I researched happiness, I wasn't happy. And so, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's strange. And so, I, I just started soul searching. I started figuring, okay, Leo, you, you have your degree now, you have a very good platform that you're building uh -huh. based on everything you found in your studies, um, having a supportive family, having all these things, you are not happy. Uh -huh. So I, I started to do some, some soul searching, some deep emotional work. And what I was led to, the answer I was led to was my father. I was, was accomplishing all these things because I was trying to run away from, or I was trying to suppress this, this neglect or this rejection. And so for me, it was all about accomplishing the next thing, trying to achieve the next thing, um, trying to, I don't know, I don't know how, how to put it, but I feel like I, I always had to win people over with something. And so I was mm -hmm. always, uh -huh. I was always chasing after something, you know? Yeah, that, that you were seeking that validation. Exactly. And when I did this soul searching and I realized that it was my father, it's the trauma of my father that was the reason for unhappiness, I started writing a book. And through the process of writing a book, it brought me closer to myself. And it, and it, it, it gave me... 
I don't think it, it made me more happier, but it, it took it took away something. It took away off of me that I've never had off of me before. I, I felt lighter after I completed this book. And I feel like after I put it out there, that weight is only gonna get lighter and lighter because um fatherless living is something that we all not we all, but we all know someone who's affected by this, who's mm-hmm. who struggles with this. And I feel like when I put this book out there, I'm gonna feel more connected to people. You know, I'm gonna feel a greater sense of purpose because I've exposed everything about my childhood, about um, my relationship struggles. All of that is in this book. This book is my heart, my soul, in physical form. And so um, I'm great. I'm, I'm happy to be on this podcast with Anika. Um, I look forward to a great conversation. That's me in a nutshell. I hope, you know, you guys have a a good perspective on who I am. That's awesome because a lot of times, you know, one of the reasons why I love to always talk about who you are is because people, you know, being an entrepreneur is not about, um, you know, just buying something that you can go get Nikes, Adidas, you know, whatever. It's about us. It's about us solving a problem. It's about us finding a need that is unmet. It's about us, you know, having passion behind what it is that we're putting out to the universe. It's about us really fulfilling self-prophecy. You know, you talk about your love for psychology, which, you know, I can relate. I love psychology because I got into psychology because I wanted to understand mental illness and how it affected everybody in my family per se, whether it was addiction whether it was, you know, depression, whether it was anxiety, you know, I just wanted to learn more and understand. And as you, you learn more, it's like you, you love people more and you have a respect for people more. And a lot of people don't even have a clue that that's what, you know, the, the study of psychology is. But even in the study of psychology, you talk about relationships with, you know, your father, you know, mother, you know, we, we really take a lot of these, these conversations and, and theories for granted in thinking that, oh, they're just a single parent or, oh, they just grew up without a father or, oh, their mom died when they were five. Like we discount things that affect us the rest of our lives. And what is so powerful about what you're doing is that you're doing it from a male's perspective, which is not discussed. It is not talked about. Men are taught to be strong. Men are taught to be heroes. Men are taught to be, um, to hide their emotions, to be muchismo, you know, and the thing that I try to teach men and women is that hiding things doesn't make it go away. It just suppresses it longer, which then manifests in, in addiction and so many other things from the suppression, you know, and it, it, it's so harmful, you know, women are perceived to be uh, talkative or bitchy or whatever, you know, complaining or whatever it may be. But the reality of it is, is that even though we're talking, sometimes we're not dealing while we're talking, we're just whining. But it's, it's the beginning stages of saying, you know, alarming the world that something's not right, like this isn't okay. And um, I love what you're doing. And I want you to elaborate more, because um, I hope they heard what the title of your book is. But tell, tell listeners, what is your book? and and really the heart of of what made you write this book especially from your cultural perspective yeah so my book title is called it's not a man's world um 
how I and the subtitle is how I conquered the sins of my father. Um, it's not a man's world in the sense that I was raised by a woman. Um, I got all my my perspectives, all my mannerisms, um, um, understanding about life from my mother and my grandmother. Those two people were the people who raised me. Um, and it's great, like they did a great job, but having a father there would have put a lot of more things into perspective, especially on the emotional level, because the way women deal with things is completely different than the way men deal with things. And I, find my, I found myself earlier in my relationships reacting emotionally to things all the time. I didn't have that control emotionally. And that was because I grew up seeing, you know, how my mother and my grandmother reacted to things. I felt like I needed to react the same way. And so I had to deal with the, the feminine behavior that came with being raised by a woman. And I, and I, um, I called that a sin in a sense, you know, I had to conquer that. I had to conquer the sense of my father not being, I had to conquer him not being able to teach me how to be a man. I had to learn that, you know? So the, the title and the subtitle pretty much ties into that whole narrative of me learning how to be a man while my whole, um, based on the fact that my whole life, um, I was raised by a woman, I was raised by women. And throughout the book, I talk about the different types of, I talk about different women who had impact on my life because throughout my journey, I encountered women who gave me life lessons. And so in my world, it seems as though women was dominating. Women were out there, women were, were taking the lead, whereas the men who were just there, we were, we were just trying to fit into this one, I don't know how to say it, this one, this, this macho man persona, instead of just being mentors. Like I didn't have a lot of male mentors in my life. So you, you saw this more with women. You saw, you saw a woman being to the forefront. You saw a woman being more vocal about their experiences. And, and because of that, I was able to gain a deeper perspective of life. Whereas men, I didn't see that that much. So in my world, it, it, it was not a man's world. You know, it, I, I, yeah, I mean, that's it in a nutshell, you know. I, I totally agree because a lot of people can relate to that, whether they're women or men. I mean, I was raised by a mother, a single mom, and I was a single mom up until um, a year ago. You know, I was married once for three years, but, you know, it was almost like I expected to be a single mother because that is what I saw. I had no role of a man. I had no role of a husband. I had no role of a father growing up. And it's hard for men and women because we don't know what a healthy relationship looks like. We are taught, you know, to survive, you know, just depend on yourself. That's all you have. And, you know, when we look at the roles of family, when we look at the roles of men and men telling men to be men, it's like, but where do you get it from, you know? It's so interesting because then you have this perception that women are too strong. Well, why is that? You know, and it, do they have a choice? You know, and, and so 
what you wrote your book about, it, it just, it, it opens up the door for so many conversations that needs to need to be had. But what I love is that you're coming from a male perspective. And I see women often having this conversation, but men need to be having the conversation and it needs to be more. And men need to be mentors more. Men need to be out here showing men how to be men. Men need to be helping heal and men and women need to be healing together, you know? Because I think that a lot of the attitude is what, what happened in the past is in the past and that's not reality. That's why we have so many people that are traumatized and that have PTSD and all these different kind of things because you know you grow up with this resentment and without this, um, this forgiveness, this sense of ability to heal and it, it becomes a generational curse and it just goes on and on and on. And yeah. so I love that you were bringing this to the forefront because it is extremely important. Can you um, elaborate a little bit on this perspective in your own culture? Like, what is the perspective of men and, and families and roles um, in the island? Well, the Caribbean, um, the, we have a lot of broken, broken homes in the Caribbean. Um, and, I, and I talk about this in my neighborhood. It was real when I was growing up. Sorry, I talked about this in my book. It was real when I was growing up to see both a male and a female in the home fully functional. Mm-hmm. You know, and when the male was in the home, he was either alcoholic or he was on drugs or you know, it, it wasn't like the Cosby show. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like what you saw on TV. It wasn't a, a, a fully functional home. And with the book, I actually go deep into that. I mean, I, I talk about the fact that they didn't have a blueprint. You know, we are, we are coming off a, a post-slavery generation where after slavery, there was no sort of social rehabilitation uh, for these people. Mm-hmm. And so you're putting them into a society um, and you're telling them, figure it out. You know, uh, figure out the family structure, figure this out, yeah. figure that out. And See, we, we, we see the movies all the time. Slavery was a very, very traumatic event. Mm-hmm. And so for us to not have the tools to rehab from that and just to put us out there, what we're seeing today in our communities with the drugs and the dysfunctional homes and the violence, this is all due to the fact that prior, when, when we were freed, as, when our ancestors were freed as slaves, they weren't socially rehab. They needed psychological treatment. They needed uh, mental health experts to, to help them cope with the, the trauma they just went through. They didn't have that. And so we are, you're getting the back end of that trauma right now as we speak. And the cover of my book, uh, when you guys see it, it will put so much things into perspective. Um, you see this guy um, with his hair, with, with mid-length dreadlocks, and he has, he has on a suit and he has on a jeans. He's trying to figure out what his place is in society when you look at the book cover. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, in the Caribbean, we have a long way to go when it comes to family structure and we need to be more vocal. And I, I'm hoping to be an advocate for that. I'm hoping to be a, a, a spokesman for that. I would love to, after this book is launched, to have to, 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 to for this to be my full-time career path. 
talking about this because we need to start having these conversations more. You know, we talk about um, um, solving crime in our communities and, 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 and our poverty. The first thing we need to talk about is reestablishing the family structure. We need to do that. So I feel like that's where it starts. And once we can um, uh, work with the family, then everything else will pretty much fall into place. Absolutely true. And it doesn't seem very different than, than the, the States and I'm sure many other countries. Yeah. Um, it's sad because we often think that, you know, it's different other places and we, we only know what we see, but this is, this is common um, and it shouldn't be. You know, it's almost a norm that we see, you know, either 50% divorced or not even married or whatever the case may be. But, you know, it's sad that we have so many people growing up and, and the key word here is mentorship because it doesn't even matter. You know, a lot of people have blended families. A lot of people are scared to blend, but the reality is, is that we gotta have the leadership. It has to be there and it's not. And so even trying to, you know, as we get older without having that, then trying to establish businesses, trying to have financial stability, trying to have all these different things. There's so many lessons that were missed along the way because you didn't have the foundation. And, yeah. you know, parents can only do the best they can as one person trying to do it all. And I even saw a post yesterday that really bothered me because you have this debate about Mother's Day, Father's Day, and about single parents taking both holidays and people getting mad. And, and I'm like, what right do you have to get mad if somebody says that I was mother and father? It's the reality. I've done it. It's not easy. So who are you to have a right to, to get mad at somebody because they're claiming both days? So what? Give them the... So, you know, it's just ridiculous, but we're hung up on the wrong things instead of talking about what needs to be talked about and healing. And that's one thing that is often uh, dismissed in our, our culture as well is asking for help, you know? And so in your book, I could see how that starts that conversation as well, that it is okay to ask for help, that it is okay to cry out and say, it's not okay, you know, because we're taught to, you know, buck up and show up and, you know, be strong and we'll get through it. But, you know, this has been generations and generations of having to hold your head up despite what's going on. And all of this needs to be fixed. Right. And, and it, for me, like, this is my whole thought process while writing this book. I don't want anyone to go through what I've been through, even though it's going to happen anyway because we're mm -hmm. not addressing the problem still. So I know exactly. there's another Leonardo Lightborn out there, but I hope he gets this book. This is, why it was, that's, this is why it's important for me to put this book out there. At least he will have something now. You know, if I had this book when I was growing up, it would have put so many things into perspective for me. You know, mm -hmm. so for me, it's helping the next Leonardo Lightborn to make his path a little more clearer. I'm not saying it's gonna be a straight line, but at least you have an idea of, of where to go now. Yeah, you know? there'll be a reference. Yeah. And that's so true because everybody that comes on here, that's what we're saying is that, listen, because we're trying to keep you from having the same pain that we had, or at least giving you an idea, or at least knowing that there's support out here or that you're not alone. Because yeah. so many times in life we go through things and we, we're scared to talk about it because we think people are gonna look at us funny. But at the end of the day, there's somebody else out there that's struggling just like you are with the same demons. And we, we're not designed to do it alone. We're not.
can you tell listeners um, about your dates? Like, which, what's your plan with this book? Because it's not out yet, but it's coming. So can you tell them how to get ready? All right, so June 30th will be the pre-sale release. And November 19th will be the official release date. And so between June 30th and November, I plan on doing a lot of speaking engagements, touring, um, and really pushing the book and meeting people who've been through the things I've been through. So um, you can reach out to me on my social media handles. Um, I am LT Born. I am LT Born. That's B O U R N E. Um, and pretty much talk to me about anything, you know. Um, the, the whole thing about me is, is starting the conversation you know, and, and getting that conversation going. And as long as I can do that, then I'm happy at the end of the day. As long as somebody can talk about their trauma and what they've been through. I, I wish I had someone I could have gone to and told them about my trauma of not having my father there with me. I didn't have that, I didn't have that, that person in my community, that male figure in my community, who I felt comfortable with having these conversations with because we don't talk about it as males. Our whole persona is being strong, being macho, being powerful. So we don't show this, this vulnerable side. And for some males who've been traumatized, we need to see that you have that side so that we can come to you. So I'm showing you that. I'm showing you um, who I am. I'm being open with you. I'm being vulnerable in hopes that you come to me. And so and I feel like if you come to me for healing, I'm going to heal from your pain too, because I'm sure you have some perspectives I can gain from your story as well. You know, so yeah, the the book for me is it's it's it's, it's my soul, like I said, manifested in physical form. I'm excited for it. I think you guys need to um, to get ready because I think it's going to be monumental it's huge it's amazing i love it i love the concept you hear it so many times from the women's perspective but this is actually coming from the men's perspective so listeners uh keep your eyes open um on nobody greater sites uh social media because i will keep you informed as to when this book is coming and i will bring leo back uh so that we can kick it off right i want to thank you for being here leo um i'm glad that you were able to introduce yourself to the listeners. And I, I just need them to keep keep watching because I, I can't wait to see what, what, what lies in store for you. I, I think it's going to be huge. Amika, I just want to thank you for having me on this platform today. Um, listeners, this is my first, my first podcast, so um, I, I'm, I'm grateful for that. You know? I'm grateful for this opportunity. Um, I'm here for you. Um, you ever need me to come over to where you're at, I'm there. Okay, so don't hesitate to reach out to me. Awesome. This is just the beginning. <laughs> so, again, thanks for being here, listeners. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Your Voice, Your Power with Anika. I'm with LT Born. Stay powerful, y'all. Take care.